Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's 9 o'clock in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Michelle Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker. It's great to have you with us. We're going to get to Chris Long in just a moment. But before we do, I have a distant cousin, actually spells his name differently, Rod Carricker, who's joining us on uh, 101 <laughs> ESPN. Rod is a, a former lottery winner, big lottery winner, and uh, now is a, a big-time softball player. He's He's just a really impressive renaissance type guy uh and rod i i I gotta start with this because the mega millions is 30 million tonight what should i do if i win the the mega millions tonight rod you should buy some boats randy come on man (laughs) come on man you know you know what you need to do lots of boats scratch till you make it scratch till you make it (laughs) hey you played a softball game the other night how'd it go Oh, it was good. Well, I threw out the first pitch. You guys oh, remember. Okay. So I threw out the first pitch here, like, locally at this, uh, you know, Wood Bat League, uh, Summer League, a bunch of college players playing and all that. But they were, you know, they wanted a washed-up athlete to throw out the first <laughs> pitch. And I said, what? Well, I, I need a little redemption because the last time I did it was in St. Louis, and I almost killed a guy. <laughs> I think I remember that, Chris. I certainly remember those photos because they surfaced online recently for some reason. I don't well, know if you shared them or what. No, they surfaced because, you know, it was coming full circle and I had a chance to redeem myself at Bush Stadium. I don't know who the catcher was in 2008. I'd like to go back and and talk to him. But he gave me advice in the bullpen and was like, it wasn't Yachty. It was like another guy, you know, like his Yachty didn't tell me this. But like the guy was like, hey, don't skip it. You know, whatever you do, just don't skip it. And I go, I'm going full wind up. So I go full wind up. And sorry if you've heard this story, but um I just let it rip. I'm trying to hit like 82 and it sails and almost hits a world war two veteran in the side of the head. They had like world war two veterans on the field and it hit the backstop, which is brick obviously and rolls all the way to first. So that was the start of my career. In Louis, which, yeah, I mean, we can laugh now, but. And by the way, Kyle, your brother was a pretty good pitcher in the day, right? Oh, he was great. I mean, he was actually very legitimately good at baseball. and He got drafted by the White Sox, yeah. So so it should have been there for you, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, it should have been. But, you know, God didn't make me 6'7", lefty, throwing 94 with, like, good movement. I mean, he was nasty. I mean, he was really nasty. He just decided, hell, I'll just go, you know, play football for a decade. Hey, Chris, before we get into talk about Father's Day, because that's why we had you on the show today, I know that recently on your podcast, the Greenlight Podcast, you were on a quest to find a baseball team. And a lot of people here in St. Louis were hoping that you would choose the Cardinals. Yeah. You ended up choosing the Phillies. So how has your journey as a baseball fan been to this point? It's been great. You know, like I kind of I'm definitely admittedly one of those. I'm checking the records. I'm checking the box scores and I'm watching the highlights. 
uh, most nights. You know what I mean? Like, I'll catch a game on the weekend if I'm sitting there and I can watch the Phillies or something. And, uh, it's fun. Yeah, the Cardinals always have a cool, like, you know, anybody that played in St. Louis is going to have a really cool association with the Cardinals. I just felt like it was too front runnery. Like, y'all are so good. Y'all have always been good. You know what I mean? And I don't think they're going to turn me away at the ballpark, I hope, if, because I picked the Phillies. What I did is I picked the Philly team. I got the Cardinals. If I ever come back, I can drink beer down there. And my son picked the Orioles. So we've got, like, a ton of stuff geographically. And then the cities I played kind of uh, kind of laid out nicely. What is uh, Father's Day like in the long household now that you're a, d- a dad and obviously everybody sees your dad and knows about his history? Yeah. What, what, what's it like? Well, it's, it's cool. You know, one of the coolest things about uh, – where I live is I live five minutes away from, uh, I live five minutes away from my parents. So, you know, um, they're actually out of town. This, I was about to say, it's great. We can all be together, but dad left. It's, uh, this, this <laughs> day. They went on vacation. Uh, a lot of times, you know, he, he, we're all together and like, even not even father's day, you know, like a lot of people spend time with their parents on father's day and mother, mother's day. Um, and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, people are lucky to be able to do that, but I get to do it all the time because my folks live five minutes away and they're great grandparents. And my dad, you know, I've never seen him, you know, the way he is now as a grandparent is just unbelievable. And I'm sure you guys can relate to that type of thing. It's like a, it's like a second chance of being a dad without the stresses and, and he really lights up. So it's great. That's awesome. Now, what did Howie give to you as a kid that you have you are giving to your sons? I, I'm talking about just in terms of being a father, not anything material. But yeah. what, what do you pass along to your kids? Well, hopefully, I even hate to say it because, like, even saying it, like, it's trying to it's complimenting yourself a little bit. But like, I, I think probably humility. Just hopefully, just realizing that you're you're uh, you're not special. Um, you know, um, that was the one thing my dad did a great job of as a uh, as a pro football player. You know, he tried to really nail down the fact that he was normal and that we were normal. And that's the truth. I mean, like, that's the truth. You, you play you play a game for a living. That doesn't make you different than anybody, better or worse. And, uh, you know, I, I tell these stories all the time about, like, great players I got to meet when I was a kid, like Bo Jackson or Barry Sanders, like Bo Jackson come over the house. He's in the kitchen hanging out with dad, and I don't even know who he is because dad didn't make it a big deal. You know what I mean? Which kind of sucked at the time because I could have got some autographs or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, I might have more so savored, you know, the moment. Like when I said, you know, Barry Sanders is my favorite running back of all time. Dad was on my podcast, and we were talking about Barry Sanders. And he's like, you met Barry Sanders. You don't even remember it. He, like, you know, gave you a handshake and and a hug coming off the field at the Pro Bowl. And you didn't even know who he was, you know, as a kid. He kept dad kept it simple and that helped me stay grounded and same thing with my, my two kids. You know, I'm gonna just tell them they're normal kids and they gotta earn everything they wanna get. That's awesome. Well Everybody thinks their dad is the toughest and scariest guy alive, but in fact, your dad actually is one of the toughest and scariest guys alive. Yeah. So give me a story of one time that maybe you disobeyed your dad or you gave him a little sass and he got angry and you went, "Uh uh-oh. I mean, just any time, you know, my dad worked on the West Coast for a lot, you know, over the weekend and incredibly hardworking because, like, back in the day, they they didn't make the same money we made, obviously. I mean, like, he was telling a story on my podcast that came out today about, like, 
you know, like what he made the year he won defensive player of the year. And it's just, you know, not, not a lot by today's standards. And so after football, he had to really grind at the media thing. He made most of his money after football. And so he was going out to the West coast to do Fox. And, you know, not only was he working his butt off to get back and, you know, see our game on Friday night and, uh, and leave after the game, red eye, and then red eye home on Sunday after he does the show. But if I was ever in trouble, you know, all mom had to do was pick up that phone on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> if we weren't acting right, it was speakerphone, and it was like three dudes, like Russian dolls, because there's three of us. So like one big one, one medium one, one little one kind of stacked up standing there by the phone. <laughs> Just like, oh, no, dude, he's coming home. And all he had to say was, I'll be home tonight. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got kicked off a few baseball trips, traveling trips, and that sort of thing. And the eight, 10 hour bus rides were really, really rough on the way home. Cause you just knew my dad was going to be more mad than the other three, uh, three kids and scarier than the other three kids that got caught with a six pack of beer in the parking lot. I, I'm really curious about this, Chris, and it may be a, a tough question for you to answer, but your family has made a great living off of the game yeah. of football. And if your boys want to play football, um, how would you feel about that, knowing the information that we have with injuries, concussions, those kind of things? Yeah. And, you know, some people say absolutely not, but others say yeah. if it's done properly, let's do it. H- how do you feel about yeah. that? Well, I think, you know, we're in a place now where, you know, as players in the game, I think this generation and the next generation are going to be the most informed when it comes to the risk factors of playing football and, like, the possible, you know, ways to mitigate risks because we're figuring that out. You know, a ton of research is being done that haven't been said, like, you know, football is great. I mean, football is, I, I knew the risks and I played it and I played it hard and I played it recklessly at times. And, and, uh, hopefully the rest of my life, I'm going to be, you know, in good, you know, cognitive functioning and I'm feeling good. It's not like a, you know, playing 11 years in the league is not some death sentence. Uh, but having said that, I do think youth football can get a little out of hand. Um, and I don't like seeing little kids like running at each other head first. Uh, my, my son won't be playing like seven-year-old peewee football. He won't be playing like, you know, he might be playing middle school football, but I'm really hoping he waits both, the, both my sons wait until, uh, until high school. You know, that's kind of the way I'll, I'll carry it and everybody's different. So I'm not preaching. That's just kind of how I'm going to carry it. The former NFL Man of the Year, Chris Long, with us on 101 ESPN. Chris, anybody who had the the great pleasure of covering you and your teams, even though the teams weren't always great, you had a lot of fun playing, and there were a lot of pranks that occurred during training camp and during the season. I want to get Chris Long's favorite all-time locker room prank. Man, um, well, there was obviously... Have you heard about the one when we got back from Seattle, Randy, when there was, you guys have probably seen the pictures, but Deadspin did an article on this and they took the pictures after bite. Anyways, we, uh, so we, we went to Seattle and you know, the, the most well-paid and most childish room in our building was the D line room. Like <laughs> you just didn't mess with the D line room. Like we had a bunch of well-paid dudes who had, um, you know, were willing to go to the wall with pranks and, the DBs used to like mess with us sometimes. They came in on a Friday before we leave in Seattle and was chucking ice at us and just running down the hallway like little children. And so we said, okay. Um, I got a carpenter and a tow truck driver lined up, and we were leaving for a two-day trip for Seattle. 
And remember that big that big field out in front of still there out in front of Rams Park. I don't know what it's called now, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm still calling it Rams Park. You across the way, we had all their cars towed out in that field, and we built houses around their cars <laughs> with Christmas lights. <laughs> we with Christmas lights and mailboxes and like little fake painted windows. Like, and these were houses that were boarded up. Like, you had the chainsaw to cut into them. Uh, so when they rounded the corner and this was the holiday season, we had Christmas lights strung all over them and everything. When we rounded the corner, when we got back to Earth city on the buses, I'll never forget people just screaming because they knew what you guys were like, is my car in there? Is my car in there? It's three in the morning. Guys are just standing around these things. Like, what the hell do I do? Chainsaws out there the next morning. So, yeah, I think we, we, we kicked the DB's asses when it came to pranks. The only guy that we didn't mess with was Cortland Finnegan. Like me and Cortland Finnegan had a, a truce, like essentially. So, because he was as bad as me. Was it was that after the pie in the face uh, episodes, or was that before? Yeah, that? It, we. It was. I don't remember actually, Randy. I might owe him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I might owe. I might owe Cortland. I. But he used to get guys the worst. I mean, he. You know, there was that ravine behind our city. Uh, behind the the practice facility, the mm-hmm. field, yeah, like there was like a, a you know that creek that runs through it, and then up the hill, you know, towards that famous landfill. Right. Uh, yeah. One day, the the linebackers were messing with Cortland, and he got a car carrier to pick up all their cars and and drove them, you know, the three miles around the bend and parked them way up on the hill. And guys are like, <laughs> "Is that my car on the hill?" So guys are coming out. It's a Saturday morning, and they're getting ready to go back to the hotel or meet their families. Games tomorrow. I need my car. And Cortland's like, just wait five minutes, guys. Just line up right here. Your car will be here shortly. <laughs> guys are standing there wait, waiting. And next thing you hear is a big and a big city bus pulls up. <laughs> so Cortland got a city bus to take these guys wherever they needed to go. <laughs> I love um, it. But we had some fun, man. We had some good teams that, that – uh, you know, maybe we didn't get over the hump on the field, but we always had fun and we loved each other. Gosh, it sounds like you need to Uber awesome. to and from work. Your car is never safe at our city. Your car is never safe in our city. Jeez. Well, Chris, I wanted to ask you about being a dad, about your son. So Danny Mac here, he has four kids and he describes his house as a gong show. Just when you wake up, you, you, you ring the bell, you ring the gong and it's yeah. on. And I love when you share videos on Instagram and on social media of your boys, because it feels like a gong show at your house, too. It feels like... You're, everybody's always running around. There's tunes playing, and it just seems like yeah. you guys have such a blast. Yeah, they love music. Uh, that's the one thing about them. I mean, my oldest son's name is Waylon, uh, and so there's music there. And then, you know, my young, my younger son, his middle name is Redding, so, like, he's got a little Otis Redding uh, going on. Uh, but they both love Guns N' Roses, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, they, and, they, and they love Willie Nelson, and they love... Uh, you know, like my, my, my five-year-old likes Shuggy Otis. So like, the, like dad's doing some good, you know, I'm planting some good seeds, but it kind of sucks when you get an Alexa. I don't know if you guys have an Alexa. Yeah. They kind of, Alexa doesn't care if it's a kid or an adult talking. And if they want to play Welcome to the Jungle 17 times in the morning, we're playing Welcome to the Jungle 17 times in the morning. Um, that's just the way they are.
<laughs> so for people that don't know, and, and you did so much for this city that was behind the scenes, whether you were sleeping on the streets at night to raise awareness and money for homeless, uh, for the homeless, or donating money out of your own pocket. It was incredible what you did. So you're to be commended for that, and thank you for how you represented uh, St. Louis. It was it was just awesome. Um, what are you doing now? What what keeps you busy? What, what keeps you motivated? What gets you going? <clears throat> Honestly, you know, what we just talked about, I think, like, we waited a long time, talked about, you know, um, my dad and I and me being the oldest for nine years or for eight years, rather. He was in the NFL. And we, we talk about this all the time. Like, he wishes, you know, he was a little bit more, like, you know, not stressed out the first eight years of my life. Being an NFL player, like, you're not always as present. And I think, like, one thing we tried to do was, was wait and as long as we could to have kids. And, you know, it's different for everybody. Part of me wishes my son saw me play in St. Louis, but, um, those two, I, I get to be around them nonstop. And so that's a lot of why I retired to be honest, um, was I started to miss my kids going on like, you know, a two day trip or feeling like I was missing something and, you know, just feeling like it was just time to hang out with them. So I do that. I run the foundation, you know, water boys, and we do a lot of domestic work as well now. Um, and, uh, we do educational work and I got a podcast. So I do two days a week, green light. And then the season we do three days a week as well. And you do great work with that. And, uh, you've got a new one dropping with dad today, right? Yeah, it's out. It's cool, man. You know, like, yeah, I was saying, we don't, I don't feel like people just sit and talk as much. Y'all have to, like I have to sometimes, but it's amazing that me and my dad who see each other every day, talk every day. I learned new things about him sitting down with him for 90 minutes because we can't touch our phones. <laughs> we're all, we're all right. You know what I mean? It's the interview. I got you now, Dad. You got to sit here, get that ADD under control, and let's talk. <laughs> okay, final question from me, Chris. So we have a bunch of flat screen TVs here in the studio, and one of them was queued up to a local news channel. And as you were giving your answer, I wrote this down because I want to get your take on it. The graphic below says that people need more acceptance of dad bods. What are your thoughts on that? Do people out there need to accept the dad bod a little more? Yeah, they do. I mean, even your favorite Hollywood actor, like you see them in Us Weekly or one of these magazines, you know, you think uh, one of these guys that your wife thinks is hot is super jacked. Like, look at them on the beach when the paparazzi catch them. They look just like you. So don't fall for that, uh, that, that, you know, that foolery, man. Um, you, you look just like your favorite action hero. You know, you don't need to wear a T-shirt at the pool. Just take that thing off. And, and be majestic with it. Be proud. I think, you know, the sexiest thing you can do is just wear it. Chris, uh, you have just inspired me, and you've ruined a lot of people's days. <laughs> My, so, no, do not. Hey, listen, I don't care what happens, man. Don't wear the T-shirt for fool. So here is my final question. Don't so give you, up. Don't, don't ever give up. So uh, your dad is on the, the top football show in the season. Yeah. So did you yeah. ever like feed him info? Were you always like behind? Was he f trying to get info from you? How did that re relationship yeah. work? That's funny. Honestly, we compare notes more now because like podcasts and radio, like I got to be on it all week, you know, and it's much more like up to the minute what's going on. So, you know, my dad, he does deep dive stuff and he knows what features they have to do and what, what segments on, Monday and then they work through it all week but 
you know, he might miss something because, you know, he's, 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 his head's buried in it. And I think like now it's funny. We actually have an interesting working relationship, like where, you know, we compare notes and, and kind of talk things out and it helps. When I played, he just stayed out of it and not to be funny about something, but I have a morbid sense of humor now, but like, it wasn't much. He was asking about the St. Louis Rams for eight years. We weren't, we, we weren't winning a lot. So it wasn't like they were going to talk about us on TV, no offense to us, but it just was what it was. But also, and I say this every time, you know, I'm on a show like this in St. Louis. I'm talking to you guys. Like I want to drive this home. If I ever joke about it, I'm only joking about it because it hurt to lose. And, and there were so many people that showed up every week that we loved so much. Any player that played in St. Louis during that span, yes, it was tough on the field, but the fans, man, they were loyal and awesome. Christopher, you're the best. Have a happy Father's Day. You are a, a great dad, a great man. And by the way, if people have the wherewithal, go to waterboys.org and make a donation there because you're still trying to save the world, and we really appreciate that. Hey, aren't we all, man? I appreciate you guys, and and, uh, hopefully I'll see you all soon at a Cardinals game. That would be great. Love to get him down there. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. See you later. Thank you so much. See you all. That's the great Chris Long joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.